Thanks for joining us and supporting Vikido Fitness. We ask for your continued support by becoming an It's All About Health and Fitness premium member. Go to www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join. Again, that's www.vikidofitness.com forward slash join and register for a $6 monthly subscription. And remember, keep listening, sharing, and checking us out. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about exercise and healthy living to prevent and control high blood pressure. According to the American Heart Association, among African Americans, the prevalence of hypertension in the U.S. is among the highest in the world. More than 40% of non-Hispanic African American men and women have high blood pressure. Today, we will talk about the guidelines and ways that we can be proactive to have control of our blood pressure and to have optimal health. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now, here's your host, Vicki Doe and D. Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. Virginia D. Banks Bright. Vicki Doe, how are you? I am fine. What's going Good. on, my sister? Not too much. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Not too much. I'm looking at the sun a little bit out here. Good, because we've splat, been underwater. Sun. Oh, man. I had to, Well, this morning, I felt like we need just to get boats and swim to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. And, you know... There's no end in sight. No. And then you got the all these thunderstorms yeah. and yeah, with heavy rains and stuff. It's terrible. Didn't a tornado drop out by Vienna or something yes. yesterday? Did yes. I see that? It was Father's Day because Natalie and Andrea were home. Uh-huh. We happened to look at the news. Where did you hear about it? Because I was, I was, I think I was out of town. Yeah, we were right there. And, and I said, uh, that she said, oh, I'm coming. I'm driving back. So I said, oh, okay, let's see what the weather's. And it was being tornado warning and solen and was it not dark? really uh-huh. solen and all that kind of stuff mm. and four twenty two hitting and all no. that kind of stuff. And I was like, uh, you drive right into that. You oh, probably need man. to to stay a little bit because yeah. it's coming our way. And then <coughs> so we kind of timed it. Yeah. And she took the turnpike, and so she only got a little bit of heavy mm-hmm. rain mm-hmm. because it was slowly coming Mm -hmm. well it it was kind of fast coming our way Mm -hmm. more east to hermitage and all that but yeah after the next day monday they said yeah they got a lot of things down, trees down, I all heard kinds of the stuff. Yankee Lake Golf Course, they had like 70 trees or something. Yeah, down. down. I heard that. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it was something. It's amazing. This weather, uh, it's I crazy. Know. And I was thinking, because Natalie was saying, oh, I wonder why we're getting all this rain. I said, yeah, but let's think about it. We just got off a of cold right about April, May. We did. So <clears> this <throat> is probably spring. Yeah, yeah. We probably won't see summer till July. We, right. 
and mid, then mid July. That's it. Yeah. So that's what's happening yeah. more. We getting it, yeah. Yeah. But that's you know that's climate change, right? Yeah, it is. It is. Well, today we talk about exercise and healthy living to prevent and control high blood pressure. According to the CDC, about 75 million American adults, that's 29%, have high blood pressure. That's one in every three American adults. High blood pressure greatly increases the risk for heart disease and stroke, the first and third leading causes of death in the United States. Total costs, and that's direct and indirect costs associated with high blood pressure in 2011 was, and this is according to the CDC, $46 billion in the U.S., and that is health care dollars, health care services, medications, and including missed days of work. Now, according <laughs> to the American Heart Association among African Americans, the prevalence of hypertension in the United States is among the highest in the world. More than 40% of non-Hispanic African-American men and women have high blood pressure. For African-Americans, high blood pressure also develops earlier in life, and it is usually more severe. So the question is asked, why do we African-Americans have the highest rates of <coughs> hypertension? And there are theories out there, but there's also research science that have suggested that it's because of the higher rates of obesity and diabetes among African-Americans. Researchers have also found that there may be a gene, because you know we're getting into the genetics, yep. right? Yep. There may be a gene that makes African-Americans much more salt sensitive. So in people who have this gene, as little as one extra gram, that's half a uh, teaspoon of salt, could raise the blood pressure as much as five points, five millimeters mm. per mercury. Mm. And so today we're going to touch on some of the ways that we can prevent and if you already have high blood pressure, how you can control your numbers. But this time we're going to focus on physical activity. We usually focus on eating, but today we're going to focus on physical activity. We know a large number of scientific <laughs> studies have shown that regular exercise can lower blood pressure. On average, exercise can decrease blood pressure by approximately 5 to 7 points. Um, that's millimeters per mercury. And with that reduction in blood pressure, that decreases your risk of stroke and heart disease. So we're going to talk about some of the ways that we can be proactive and do the things that can help us to control, you know, because we do have control of some things. <coughs> and, and that's usually through what we do, our lifestyle habits and, and those type of things. And so we're going to talk about that and how we can have optimal health. What do you think, Dee? Oh, that's a great topic. Yes, I thought it's it was that topic. time, right? And I think, you know, I don't want to cast a wide net. First of all, we as Americans are overweight. Yes. But I do think that African Americans do have a problem with obesity. Yes. Which you were talking about, you know, is one of the front runners for. We eat too much. Yes. I mean. Yes. We and we just eat love the wrong, and we just and even if we eat wrong food, there's something about we talk about portion control and moderation. We just go overboard with the wrong food. It's okay to you know if you want to have a little tiny bit of something. Yeah, or other. indulge every indulge now and then. Every now and then, but not every day. But you treat that like a delicacy. Exactly, a treat. 
a treat. So I agree. I mean, and this is interesting. Some exercise can decrease your blood pressure by five to seven millimeters of mercury. That's good. That's it. Yeah. And so that can make a big difference. <laughs> big difference. That can make a yeah, big, big difference. difference. So, yes, we're going to talk about all that today. Good. good. And so make sure, you, folks, you go to our resources page, www.vickidofitness.com forward slash resources, and check out our list of services and tools that you can use that can make it easy and accessible to have a wonderful, successful, healthy <coughs> living journey and to make it durable. So we have these things. Right now, we just added, we added a new addition to it, Reebok. And folks, actually, you guys are going um, going to the page and buying Reebok. A lot of you guys are buying the Reebok mm-hmm. shoes. The Polar monitors, you going to check that out too. I got mine on today. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. And I set my activity. And right now, it is, what time is it? About 3.30? Yeah. And I got 51% of my goal for today. Yesterday, Good. I did 100% of my goal. That's great. And so that's my goal is to be active, do moderate to vigorous intensity levels, working at least uh, 65 to 75% mm-hmm. of my heart rate reserve at least every day. That's So great. on most days, I've gotten 100%. Mm-hmm. So I keep this on, and mm-hmm. this is so great. This is the Polar. You can go on our page, uh-huh. our resources page. This is the Polar Vantage V. Mm-hmm. This is the V one, or is it the M? It's the M. With this, what makes this so great is it tracks your heart rate. I can put <coughs> my heart rate band on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's compatible with that, mm-hmm. but it's also accurate. Even you know, We always say it's a little bit less accurate when you have these monitors on your wrist, mm-hmm. it's more accurate when it's right there on your heart. However, this is so accurate, it takes into account, it takes out all the artifacts and the interference of movement, and it hones in on your heart rate. So it's pretty accurate. That's about as accurate as you can get. That's really, yes. that's high tech. It's high tech. It's yeah. pretty accurate. That's pretty And high tech. every movement that you do, even if you're strength training, suppose I yeah. just want to go and lift weights, it will still track my heart rate and my percentage of activity and all that's that great. too. That's wonderful. Great. And, and there's no lag time with uh-huh. that. So great. that's why this is good. So check that out. We got a lot of good stuff on great. our resources page. Great. And so make sure you check it out. And we want to thank you guys that are. I see that you are going and checking that out and buying things. So that's a good thing. And remember that when you buy and use our affiliate links, you're supporting us here at Vicky Del Fitness. And D, what do we always say? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you, guys. For your support. Well, you know, um, it was Father's Day this past Sunday. Yes. And the girls surprised Nate and Aww. got up early because Andrea's back from South Africa. Uh-huh. And Natalie's in the process of moving to Columbus, but they're both right now in Cleveland. So okay. they said, you know what? Let us take a drive and let's visit dad on his Father's Day. Nice. And he was actually home, not working. I was going to say. Was for he- the weekend. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, because I think he and I have sort of similar schedules, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just enjoy it. We enjoy it, but the weather was dicey. The weather yeah. was dicey, and that's when, like you said, you know, we were talking about it earlier. How we looked up and it's like, 
Hold on a minute. They got a tornado warning yeah. in, in Solon. Yeah. And it was an EF something or other. Yes. And yeah. then it's coming our way. What's going on? So luckily, we didn't have any damage. It did mm-hmm. come, you know, heavy downpour, but yeah. then it was gone mm-hmm. on its way to Hermitage. The girls got back home safely. Oh, good. So, yeah. Good. But it's a lot of stuff going on it with is. the weather like it that. Is. I mean, I don't see any end in sight. They're talking about all of next week. And that's till the end of June. So we will have probably had one of the rainiest Junes on record. Big time. And, you know, you get nervous because after a while, the water, I mean, it has to go somewhere. Well, yeah. And And we get all these flash floods. On our street, we're a little lucky because, well, you live live down on the end. But, yeah, years ago when they had that big flooding years ago. Did your basement get flooded? Basement got flooded. And then behind us, the whole creek was flooding and just pouring into Logan. Yeah. And they had to shut down the street. So what they ended up doing was they took the time and redid the whole water and sewage for the whole bottom of Colonial. If you look at the bottom, they got these big grates Uh there because of that. And they did some more work. I say maybe last summer they did more work across the street. Well, they needed um, to. Even though I live up on the top of the hill, we had a flood. Yeah, that that stuff just go down. It was terrible, yeah. So now we're pretty lucky because Mm -hmm. of, yeah, they redid the drainage. But they're starting, if you notice, they're starting to redo a lot of it going further. Mm -hmm. Churchill and all that. So I guess they're having those problems. Yep. Yeah, Yeah, because the water got to go somewhere. People's basements are all getting flooded. That's expensive. That's expensive. And then it's it's, it's expensive, but you also lose so much stuff. I know. If that stuff gets wet down there, you have to throw it away. There's no drying it out or any of that stuff. Mold sets in very fast. Yeah, and so that's why we don't really do a lot of storage in our basement because of that. We do more in our attic now. You have to. Yeah, but I'm going to do a really good storage. I'm getting rid of all my girls. Hey, I'm telling y'all girls, hey, if you're listening... If you're listening, because they they just love their stuff. You know, they grew up with it. It has. So I'm going to keep some of the stuff. But I told them in your move going back and forth, you need to don't carry that stuff with you. Just have to let it go. Just let it go and give that stuff away or put it in the dumpster. Yeah, let it go. That's pretty much my week. Just, you know, I put my patio out, Uh but I can't even put my cushions and stuff because it's going to be raining. No. Mm Mm-mm. So we'll I see. haven't even had a chance even I bought some patio furniture. I haven't had a chance to even use my pool or my patio furniture. It's been raining every Completely. day. And I'm not going in the pool when it's raining because I'm thinking thunder and lightning. Yeah, big time. That's uh, not cool. No. No. <laughs> That'll be a negative. No. Mm-mm. I know. No. Well, how was your week? You were doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I did some fun stuff. So I went to Niagara Falls with a friend. I had never been to Niagara Falls before, even with all the international traveling that I had done. In my own backyard, there's this gorgeous falls on the Canadian side. Niagara is a beautiful place, Mm -hmm. Uh, the falls at least. We kind of went down. There's a place called Clifton Street where there's all kinds of fun things to do. Okay. Put put golf, the wax museum, and stuff like that. But I think, you know, really doing the falls, like there was a a way that you could go underneath the falls. Yeah, I saw that. Put your little slickers on and stuff and go underneath the falls and take pictures. It was a lot of people there, a lot of diversity. Okay. And then... Did you go to Toronto? Didn't go go up to Toronto. Then we stayed in, 
in Niagara for about two and a half days. And then on the way back, stopped in Chautauqua. Okay. Which I hadn't been to Chautauqua in over 20 some years. And that's a beautiful little area mm-hmm. in New York. In fact, some, some people from Youngstown actually have condominiums there. Mm-hmm. And then left there and stopped at Presque Isle. Okay. I hadn't been to Presque Isle again. And it's almost been 40 years. They've mm. renovated the beaches. Really? Just beaches everywhere, private beaches everywhere. And then there's the Presque Isle Casino and Horse okay, Races. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could watch real horses, horses run yes, and yes. bet on them. Yes. That was so much fun. Yes, yes, That was yes. so much fun. So, yeah, you know, it was just kind of like, yeah, hey, chilling that's in and your get, own backyard. Yeah, it's right there. It's a lot of things to do. It was only, you know, I think with the furthest that we drove was three and a half hours. Nothing. Or something like that. The bu- once you're in Buffalo, you're right there. You're right there. And I would love to go back. People are talking about the other place to go to is a place called Niagara on the Lake. Yes, and that's where I've you heard have about uh, that. wineries and stuff like that. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a quick trip. That would be. We should do we should something do like that, that. This, yeah, this summer. I would love to do that. Let's that's do a that. Quick trip. That's a quick trip. That's a quick trip because Niagara because is different than Niagara on the lake. Yes. Some people last night told us that that it's a it's different, know, it's and I've different. heard of that. Yeah. But yeah, because I told Nate since we gotten into the to the groove from South Africa visiting yeah. the wineries. Yeah. We got to continue that and look, yes. and they do have great wineries. Even That's what I hear. Even, even outside of Cleveland and stuff, we have that. Remember? That's Geneva on the lake and yes. all those places have wineries. I've never even been up yes. there. People go up there all, all the, the time. time. That's just straight up 193 Belmont up exactly. to 90. That's it. How easy could that be? Straight shot. Straight, Straight we don't have to do 11. We could do 11 to 90, but if you take 193, just, yeah, it just ends down there. one Belmont Avenue ends at, Lake, going it lakes, ends at Lake Erie. That's it. How about that? Just keep going. Just, just keep, keep going. going. But, you know, we said this, and this was before we started taping that life is short and we need it to is. just live every day. We do. Everything that you do this 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 negative and everything that you do that is this unnecessary, it's time on the clock. It's time on the clock. And time time we can't go back now i know they're probably in the lab trying to figure out how we can go back in time but at this point we can't today they haven't figured it out right so at this point june the what is it the 19th and we'll talk about that right they have not figured out how to go back in time have so. not figured out uh-uh so you just you you are doing the duty so you just, just gotta live life to and it. have you, fun i just feel like this is my time you've got to live you got to live your best life at this point because this somebody i was at the hospital this morning they say hi dr banks how you doing i said well you know what I really feel blessed because if you get to a certain age in your life and so forth and you look back and then you go and with stuff around you, because, you know, I'm picking up the obituary page every day as long as I don't see my picture name in there. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good day. (laughs) Let me just make sure my picture is not in here. It's a real good day. But when you wake up and you don't feel a lump or a bump or something that wasn't there the day before, or you walk into the doctor's office and you're feeling great, and then when you leave, the doctor has given you all the stuff that's wrong with you. When you don't have those kind of days, a lot of other stuff is really unimportant. Yes, it is. A lot of other stuff, you know, we spend time talking about this, and that's really unimportant mm-hmm. than living your life to the best that you can because 
Ain't nothing promised. Nothing is promised. And so I try to get out of that negative mode Mm -hmm. and try to, you know, be positive and just enjoy. And remember, I was listening to one of our past episodes when we were talking to Zuberi Yara. Uh And remember how she said that when we really talk to people, instead of asking all these, you know, things that we use to define ourselves, Uh just ask how they doing. How are you doing? How are you doing? What's going on in your life? Yeah, so many people don't ask that question. Just enjoying each day, right? I agree. And figuring out what are the good things that happened to us that day. Completely agree. So what is going on this week? Well, everything, Vicki. You know, I'm so glad that I put up the Juneteenth thing on Facebook because I'm glad you took it and rolled with it. Um, Yes, because I was like, oh, my God, it is. It's actually the 19th. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Juneteenth. Thank and goodness for Facebook because people right. were talking about it. Yes, and we're doing our podcast show. So mm-hmm. I said, yeah, we definitely have to because a lot of people don't know the significance no. of Juneteenth. Right. And so I pulled up an article that was written by way of CNN. And for all of us out there, happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Yes. It says, you know, it talks about how June 19th, it marks a special celebration for communities of across the U.S. And especially when we celebrate Juneteenth, which means a, it's a June and then the 19th. Why is this so important? Well, this holiday is significant because it recognizes when the U.S. of A. ended its historic practice of slavery legally and in the real world. <laughs> In this sense, Juneteenth is a day of celebration. We are commemorating the freedom of all people living in the United States. But here's the thing about Juneteenth that is significant, and people need to know this because we really didn't start this celebration June 19th, 1865, until then because in Texas, you know, even though the President Abraham Lincoln had issued the Emancipation Proclamation on January the 1st, 1863. It wasn't, and and it was intended to free all slaves. Actually, all the slaves were not free until June 19th, 1865, and that was in Texas, because they were still being slaves, especially in those southern states. They didn't have CNN. Right. And it took forever for the union to come and tell these people because they had to come personally and tell these different people. Right. 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 So that's the thing. So a lot of the slavery was still being done even after that. Lincoln's 1863, he proclaimed in the Emancipation Proclamation, he declared that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states are and henceforth shall be free. And this meant that the proclamation only applied to states that had seceded from the United States, leaving slavery intact in border states and southern states under northern control. In addition, (laughs) the promise of the abolishment of slavery was contingent on the Union Army winning the Civil War, which didn't happen until April 1865. So, but even after that, the union had to enforce it, the emancipation. And so in Texas, they had approximately 250,000 people who were still being held as slaves when 
on June 19, 1865, Union troops came through the town, and it was led by Major General Gordon Granger. They arrived in Gaveston, Texas, to announce that the war had ended and that all slaves were now free, and that's what happened. He delivered the general order number three, which said, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States, all slaves are free. And that involves an absolute equality of personal rights and rights of property between former masters and slaves. And the connection heretofore, that's how they talk, existing mm -hmm. between them becomes that between employer and hired labor. So although slavery wouldn't legally end in all states, however, until December 1865, the significance of and the ratification of the 13th Amendment, June 19th, which became known as Juneteenth, was the day when the last American slaves were freed, resulting in massive celebrations. So that is why Yay. we celebrate Juneteenth. And here's a point that most people need to realize, you know, because people talk about that and you know we we say it in general yeah the president abraham lincoln freed the slaves but here's the deal in august 1862 president lincoln wrote an open letter to horace greenley the mm -hmm. editor of the new york tribune mm -hmm. in which he describes his actions mm -hmm. in intent he to preserve the union mm -hmm. rather than to abolish slavery so he was saying look and this is his quote. He said, my paramount objective in this struggle is to save the union. Yeah. And it is not either to save or destroy slavery. This is what Lincoln wrote. Mm -hmm. If I could save the union without freeing any slave, I would do it. And if I could save it by freeing all the slaves, I would do it. And if I could save it by freeing some and leaving others alone, I will also do that. What I do about slavery and the colored race, I do because I believe it helps to save this union. So he's famous for his honesty. He clearly viewed what he did as a political uh, tool instead of liberation. We always look at it. Oh, he freed the slave. Right. Well, he was really doing it to save the union and for his political gain. Dag, um, Abe, that's jacked up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's jacked up. Now we know, right? Now we know. I mean, he was going through his various option analysis, mm -hmm. and it was not the only one was to to free the slaves. If he could have, if he could have saved the union without that, slavery, he would have done it. And that's deep. That's deep. That's deep. Once again, we are used as political pawns. Exactly. In the situation. Exactly. However, there's something to say about history. If it was meant to be, it was meant to yeah, be. So yeah. it was meant to be. To, I'm still to, looking to, for my 40 acres and a mule. Uh, well, good luck. <laughs> Even though they're now actually talking about yeah, they reparations. Are. Now. Yeah, they are talking about it seriously. Yeah, they are yeah, talking about yeah. that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's something how history keeps moving it and does. it keeps progressing. But even though... Here's the deal. Even though there, there might be selfish intent or something that, you know, wasn't the necessary intent, certain things will happen. Yeah. Liberation always kind of wins out in uh, the absolutely. end. Absolutely. 
that's the whole thing of Juneteenth. And that's good. That's why we celebrate celebrations all over the country and stuff. Yes. People have picnics and they're having yes. rallies and so forth and so on. Yes, yeah. and to, to really talk about a lot of the movement now is to really talk about how we can continue on. Yeah. You know, in this and, climate and being successful <clears throat> in this climate. In this climate. Yeah. yeah so yeah. kudos to that. Yeah. We we got to talk about the Raptors just for Yay. a few. Just for a few. Nobody was happier than I was. Yay. Revenge. <laughs> revenge. <laughs> oh, revenge is best when served up sweet and late. Yes. Yes, it is. The Warriors got whipped. Oh, they got their butt whipped. They got they? their butts beat. Now, you know, everybody's coming out. Well, they had injuries, yada, yada. But, you know, the Warriors have been one of these kind of teams that – one man didn't make the show. Right. But Curry would look kind of lost without them. Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson, they both went out with big time injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh the Raptors, I mean, it was a it was a good game. The last game was extremely good. But uh kudos. And I guess that Kawhi Leonard, he came from yes. the Thunder, I yes. think. Yes. Did really well. And a free agent. Free yeah. agent. So is, where, is where's that he what, going? Where's he I don't going? No. Well, the other thing is that the, the talk is what's gonna happen to the Warriors, because a lot of those guys okay, are yes. free agents. That the Warrior team that you see now may not be may the not same. Because yes. they're talking about now the next Super Bowl team is gonna be the Clippers. Ah, very interesting. Yeah, so we have to stay tuned to see who's going where. Yeah, we'll see because the Lakers sucked. They did. And I know LeBron was like, why am I here? They suck this year. Big time. And, I mean, this was, what, probably the first time in five, six, seven years that LeBron hadn't been in in the mix or something. In in the playoffs. In the The, playoffs. the, The Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. No. No. Much less the Because even whatever. at Miami Heat, he was winning and yes. stuff there. Yeah, this and that. It's been five or six years. Without LeBron, we can't win nothing. No. We got to, look, they had to go out of the country to win something. Yeah. So I don't know. We have to stay tuned to see Cause what's it's, you know, Because it's Canadian mm-hmm. team. Mm-hmm. It's not. Mm-mm. Not American. So without LeBron, no. ain't nothing won. No. Not at all. Ain't nothing won. No. That's terrible. So they're celebrating up in, in Canada. Yes, they are. Yeah, yes, they celebrating. are. celebrating. Well, we heard about the designer. Yes. You know, I've, I've always liked this story. She, Gloria Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. who is Anderson Cooper's mom from CNN, died a couple of days ago. Yes. And, you know, I used to like to read these stories about the rich people and so forth. And she's the great-granddaughter of the financier, finance person, Cornelius Vanderbilt, yes. and grew up in a very privileged life, but a very it was a weird life thing. that came to the forefront in a custody battle yeah. with her mom and her grandmother, and her dad kind of wasn't in the picture, and she was called poor little girl and poor little rich girl, and little yeah, Gloria, poor she was little five or six years yeah. old, had to go through all that, but um, she ended up having four marriages, And I bought this book when Anderson Cooper interviewed her. And I was reading several of her obits and and biographies and stuff like that. And she was kind of one of these ladies, kind of reminded me of my mom, that people would say, when you're around her, you still feel young. Even though Mm -hmm. she was 95, she had young ideas. She was hip. She Mm -hmm. was thin. She worked out. One of her boyfriends, interestingly enough, was Gordon Parks. I saw that, Gordon Parks. Was Gordon Parks, the African-American photographer, and I think Anderson was asked one time what he thought about his mom's relationship with her. And he was like, my mom loves love. 
Yes. So, you know, she just seemed like a really good, and she suffered some tragic, other than the custody battle that when she was really little, one of her sons, Anderson's brother, committed suicide. Yes. By, I think he jumped out That's of a, a window a, or something like that, something. a balcony mm-hmm. or something. So, you know, she lived a very private life. Her, I remember the Gloria Vanderbilt jeans. I had some oh, of those yeah, back too. in the day. Me too, yeah. And, uh, yes. But a, a life very well lived, and she did it on her own terms. Apparently, she was diagnosed with advanced stomach cancer mm-hmm. a few months ago, and I guess she wanted to be, you know, she wanted to be at home, with, surrounded by friends and family. And you know, I just say, with people that's what that are like that, that's yeah. what you do. You know, good for her. She did it on her own terms, yes. and, uh, and she a life a well life. lived. Yes. A life very well lived. Mm-hmm. Moving on. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. They found another man dead. I don't know. A New Jersey man falling ill. Dominican Republic ain't looking to. It's not looking to inviting for me. What's going on with that? Well, now I have heard, this is only her, and I'm not trying to cast any dispersions on the Dominican. Because one of my thoughts is, well, is this the new Legionnaire's disease? Like what happened with the Legionnaire's disease that was discovered in a hotel in Philadelphia. But... You know, it's clusters of people, but it seems like it was all in the same hotel. Yeah, and or then nearabouts they, hotel, and then they would die of uh, like they'd get really sick and right. they have a cardiac arrest. Exactly, and some people are saying that it ha- is having to do with the alcohol that they're drinking. That it's instead of regular whatever mm. we drink, it's methanol or mm. one of those poison okay. moonshine sort of okay. stuff that. I guess the Dominican Republic had gotten into trouble several years ago when they found some of that alcohol in some of their products. So that kind of stuff can take you out of here. Oh, big um, time. You know, the Dominican Republic doesn't impress me as a, a country that's going to try to hide the results. Because, they, they, first of all, it's all about tourism there. Right. This is going to affect their tourism if people start dropping out. So I'm hoping they'll find out an answer soon. Yeah, they said within 13 months since June 2018, yeah. eight other Americans yeah. have died yeah. during resort stays. Yeah. So, yeah. But there's the thing, when I, when I go out of town, but most especially when I go to a different country or whatever, I drink very little water. It's all bottled water. Yeah. And then, for some reason, you know, I always would get, this is even in Hawaii, uh-huh. I would always okay. get sick with uh-huh. the, and I, you know, I do a lot of fresh fruits yes. and stuff like, mm-mm, I don't touch nothing fresh, no. nothing. No, me either. No, me either. Uh-uh. No. I don't do fresh mm-hmm. nothing. No, I just do. Every it's now and yeah. every and now and then I'll do like in South Africa, yeah. some of the restaurants I mm-hmm. did do maybe a little salad and mm-hmm. stuff, but most of the time no. It was the the meat itself yeah. or the vegetables or something mm-hmm. that's cooked. I don't mess around because when I, I remember when I went to India two years ago, I was one of maybe I say eighty percent of the people on my trip got sick. Wow! And, you, know, you tell them not to eat stuff. You tell them you know I stuck with it was hot. You know, hot, hot, spicy stuff. Okay. Well done, well cooked. And then people were like, oh, you know, I don't know how people got sick in the hotel. Well, first of all, those salad bars. Yes. You have to be very careful about eating other people's fresh. That lettuce wasn't cooked. Mm. So I didn't deal with anything unless I could see fire stemming from it. That's it. And thank God I didn't get sick Mm -hmm. because getting sick with food poisoning is not fun. It's no fun. 
Mm -mm. That's not fun. And then these guys are actually having heart attacks. That's crazy. Yes. This guy said yesterday, African-American guy said the maid opened the door and started screaming and closed the door back because she saw his brother's body on the floor. Now, you know, that's tragic. Dominican Republic will not be on my vacation uh, too soon. Negatory. <laughs> Just like flying in those 737 planes. Uh, yeah, Max. And they no. still going back and forth and on that now. somebody said, I'm trying to remember what airlines. One of the airlines said that they were going to do this, this vote of confidence and they were going to buy 200 of the planes. And I said, okay, I won't be taking a trip on that airline. That's so let's check that, that off. I'll check that off. I'm not going up in one of those planes if I can help it. I mean, I, I know that they can fix them and stuff. But the bad news is those planes went straight down in the ground. Yes, right. They said there was nothing left. They just... They just... And when you're going at that speed, that fast, there's nothing left. You just disintegrate. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go out like that if I don't have to. Not that I have a choice. But I'm not going to pick the plane to go in to, to lead to that demise now. You know, that may be Look, the end. that's what you call high risk. Right. It won't be because I'm in one of those planes. Uh-uh. No. Yeah, no so, high risk. No. Mm-hmm. So the DR right now is on a back burner. Big time. Big time back burner. Well, you know, I wanted to talk about this one, too. And this is the barbershop this event. This is good, yeah. Because they had it in Columbus, and it is kind of piggybacking on getting ready for August the 10th. We have ours too in Youngstown and this is the uh, African-American male wellness walk. Right. And so what they did was they host in Columbus a barbershop talk. Okay. Monday evening. Did you know about this already? Yes. Okay. But this event, they, they come together. They have people come, you know, doctors come in. They have, you know, the whole idea of that is we want to make it, and they pick different barbershops that are going to be a place where men can go to. Mm-hmm. And suppose you having some kind of illness and stuff, you go to the mm-hmm. to, to this barbershop mm-hmm. while you're getting your hair done mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. your hair cut, mm-hmm. and talk to these guys. And these guys will be able to talk to you and refer you mm-hmm. to the resources that you may need it couldn't be better to the mental health mm-hmm. to the to the um doctors that mm-hmm. you need to go to could be better so yeah. this is this is what they're doing this is that type of situation and i love it that's good and so they they showboated and and talked about this news people came and they were saying that the barbershop is traditionally a safe haven for black men to discuss personal topics. And so, yeah, they want to give men, black men, the opportunity to speak openly with the barbers right. on issues right. about community stuff, physical mm-hmm. health, right. and mental health. And so the organizers hosted this event, and they're the organizers for the African-American Male Wellness Walk oh, wow. in Columbus. And so they were telling people, yeah, Get ready to participate. And we have ours coming up here, too, August the 10th. Right. And that's where you can get all your screenings yep. and half awareness. We, yes. we spread in the word. This will be our, what, fifth year, fifth or sixth year? It's our sixth year. Wow. That's Ooh, amazing. That's a lot, Ooh, ain't it? That's a lot. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, we've been in the mix, but we love it. We love it. Yeah. So that's what's happening. And kudos to these guys that are, you know, starting these things. And it's so interesting how this initiative program, the African-American Male Wellness Walk Initiative, Mm -hmm. they're branching out and not just doing that day 
every year. Yeah. They're branching out because I saw where they had healthy breakfast with your dad. Oh, wow. And so they had that uh, where they were cooking and doing mm-hmm. healthy stuff with mm-hmm. the dad. That's good. With the kids. Well, you know, this barbershop concept came about several years ago when I don't remember the city, but uh, Dr. Jackson Wright, you know, Dr. Dr. Yes. Wright talked about it for yes. hypertension because yes. so many men were not going to the doctor. They took, they did a big study of taking physicians into the barbershops, the black barbershops, and finding a lot of high blood pressure in there mm-hmm. and kind of using that place as a jump-off place for diagnosing and treating. So, like, if, you know, the if the Mohammed won't come to the mountain, the mountain will come to Mohammed mm-hmm. kind of yes, thing. Yes, yes. And they made some significant inroads in getting African-American men, you know, into the system. Right. Which oftentimes is very difficult. So yes, it is. the barbershop concept is a good one. That's a good one. That's yes. a good one. These are the things that are what we call doing a little good in, in the, the neighborhood. neighborhood. Yes. Exactly. Yes, exactly. indeed. So, Dee, what do you think? This is the big buzz. What do you think about the new Netflix When They See Us about the what Central <laughs> yeah. Park Five? I saw it. I was a little reluctant to see it on Facebook from all my Facebook friends. There was, mm-hmm. you know, different comments. Many of them were, and I can't say most of them, but many were. I started to watch it and then I couldn't finish. That's, it. that's what me, that's what my so case was. I turned it on, and mm-hmm. I have to admit, as an African American, it was very painful to mm. watch. Gonna try to get through the other two parts of the series, but um, it was pretty intense. I thought the acting was extremely well done by these young young boys mm-hmm. um, and the adults were in it. Some of the people that uh, Felicity Huffman plays the prosecutor. Yeah, because when um, I saw that, I was like, wow, they, she changed. I couldn't figure, I knew she looked familiar, yeah, but now that, that you said Fel- it, Felicity yeah. Felicity Huffman and then the guy who played Chalky White in Boardwalk Empire, he also played in The Wire. Michael Charles Williams was in there mm-hmm. as a parent. Blair Underwood is yes. in there. So a lot of identifiable characters, but the story, which we all know, those boys went to prison, I believe, for 10 years. Mm-hmm. But it was excellent. I mean, Ava DuVernay, who was a, I can't say up and coming, she's been around for a long time, African American director, producer. Mm-hmm. She did an excellent job, at least on the first one. I want to see the, the next two to kind of see the evolution. Of, I remember it when it happened, and they did find the murderer. He confessed. Yes. And now he's subsequently dead. He right. died or something. But yes. uh, it's just a, a, an example of, you know, how these boys were railroaded through the system and they got they tried to pitch one against the other to make them both. T- I mean, the typical, you know, police tactics and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. now I guess they're getting their just due. They're getting monies. They're going back mm-hmm, to school. Mm-hmm probably set for the rest of their lives yes but um, but you could tell that one one of the guys you know when they were talking to him he just he he can't forgive how now. can you not have post-traumatic stress behind mm. that how can you not have it how can you not have some resentment Big half time. of your life is gone i know in a prison system yes and, that, and, and the prison systems as we know are certainly not favorable for men of color no, and you know so, all kinds of stuff be happening, yeah, rape yeah, and all yeah, just exactly. terrible stuff. Stuff that you unimaginable. And and to go through all that for something that you, you did not do, do. That you didn't do, right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I'm a I'm gonna go back to yeah, it. Yeah, you need to just carve out some time and I'm gonna watch in, it and, and, just, and, I'm and just just open have an open mind and know that it's gonna make you mad, but try to watch the development of the characters and develop really so, it's not so much development of characters, it's development of the story. Yes. How the story was just ho- horrifically carried out from these boys just 
whistling and being on the streets and having a good time to being locked up being for locked something up. that they didn't do. I know. So, yeah. That's all we can do. That's all we can do. Is to move forward. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm going to go ahead yeah, and, you and need check to watch it out. It. Yeah, let mm-hmm. me know. Every time we have our show, we do have a health tip, and our health tip this time is get your family moving. And you can find this on the Vicky Doe Fitness website, written by Health Day News. And it says, everybody needs the right amount of exercise, but it may be difficult for you and family members to fit physical activity into a busy schedule. The U.S. National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute suggests, number one, Identify common free time that you could use for family activity. Number two, schedule after dinner with family or on weekends. Number three, stay motivated by joining an exercise group or by signing your kids up for community sports. Most especially now in the summertime, you know, you'd be surprised how a lot of kids are still not being active. They're at home. Yeah. Sitting yep. up there doing video games yes, all day. Exactly. But sign them up. Yeah, sign them up. I was um, happy to see the Northside pool opened and they're yes. going to get swimming lessons and all that. That's good. That's good. Yeah, sign them up yeah. in these things. Yeah. And last but not least, plan on activities that don't depend on good weather. Right. Most especially now since it's raining, well, I mean, right? Especially <laughs> up here. Absolutely. Such as doing indoor cycling, indoor swimming, stair climbing, rope skipping, mall walking, dancing, or active games that you can play indoors. So what's the latest, D? Do you have any latest? Yes. Well, the latest is that we have over a thousand cases of measles in this country. The greatest that we've had in over 20, I guess 25 years or so. Wow. Still no major inroads into who's getting vaccinated. Now, school is getting ready to start in a couple months, so it's going to be interesting to see what the school system puts on returning parents whose children have not been vaccinated. But they are telling everybody now, if you go to Europe, you need to have a measles Big time. Boost, yes. booster shot. Yes. Oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. We will keep informed. You guys, make sure you go listen to the update, because yes. uh, we did, we did a, po- a couple weeks ago. Yeah, a podcast yeah. show basically talking about yes. the latest and what mm-hmm. we can do to keep up with this, the measles epidemic. Right. Well, today we talk about exercise and healthy living to prevent and control high blood pressure. And according to the CDC, 29% of Americans are hypertensive. However, in our community, the African-American community, more than 40 Mm percent of African-American men and women have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And we know that high blood pressure increases your risk of heart disease and stroke. And we also know that it is a silent killer. And why is that? Because you can be hypertensive and not know it because you don't feel bad or have any signs or symptoms. Exactly. That's why it's important for us to at least know our numbers. We always talk about that, D, right? Always. We always talk about that. Knowing your numbers. Mm -hmm. Yep. The question is asked, and we always get asked, why do we as African-Americans have the highest rates of hypertension? Research has shown us that it's because we as a community have higher obesity rates and diabetes. They also have found a gene that says that we are more salt sensitive. It's important for us to to know these things, but then we got to do something about it, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that's what today we're going to concentrate 
on what we can do about it. But this time we're going to focus on exercise and how regular physical activity can help lower our resting blood pressure and reduce the risk of stroke and heart disease. But first, I wanted to talk about an article that really touches on this really well. And you can find this on our website, Vicky Doe Fitness. It says, take high blood pressure meds. Exercise might work just as well. This was written just in December of last year. It was written by Health Day News. And it says, if you have high blood pressure, hitting the gym may be as helpful as taking drugs to lower your numbers. Researchers say there's compelling evidence that combining endurance and dynamic resistance training was effective in reducing blood pressure. The British researchers stress that it's still too early to recommend that people toss their antihypertensive meds and exercise instead because there's not a head-on-head trial of drugs versus exercise and blood pressure. But at the same time, there's plenty of evidence that have shown that if you do have to take blood pressure medication and you exercise, you can definitely get really good results in lowering your blood pressure. If we look at the study, this study was done by Team NACI's team and NACI, (laughs) Henson NACI, he's a health policy researcher at the London School of Economics and Political Science. He did a research. They directed this research. What they did was they analyzed data from 197 clinical trials that assessed the effects of structured workouts on lowering uh, systolic blood pressure, the top number in a reading. The investigators also looked at data from 194 trials that examined the impact of prescription drugs on blood pressure. In total, the studies included nearly 4,000 people. Overall, blood pressure was lower in people treated with drugs than in those who did an exercise regimen, the researchers reported. However, for people with high blood pressure in particular, systolic readings that were over 140 millimeters of mercury, exercise appeared to just as effective as most drugs in lowering blood pressure. Also, the effectiveness of exercise against high blood pressure rose the higher the threshold that was used to define um, high blood pressure. So anything above 140, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the effectiveness of exercise worked even more. The types of exercise in the studies included endurance exercises such as walking, jogging, running, cycling, swimming. They did dynamic resistance such as strength training with weights. They did isometric resistance training such as the static push-ups, which is, you know, the planks that Mm -hmm. we we talk about people doing. Mm -hmm. And they did a combination of endurance training and resistance training. Nancy and his colleagues stressed that there were no studies in which exercise and blood pressure-lowering drugs were compared head-to-head. They haven't done a lot of those yet. And the number of people in some of the studies was relatively small. All of that means that for now, people shouldn't try because people always ask. Right. Should we quit our, start using our blood pressure medications, even if our blood pressure goes down? Don't and it's do not, it. No, you don't do that unless you have talked with your physician and that has happened consistently over time. But they are the ones to help you determine that. Yeah. So don't just go and stop doing it. No. 
after you've exercised and you see that your blood pressure has gone down. Right. They've said, and this is what Nacy said, we don't think on the basis of our study that patients should stop taking their antihypertensive medications, but we hope that our findings will inform evidence-based discussions between clinicians and their patients. And so another U.S. heart specialist agreed with that assessment. And this was said by Dr. Busari. Dr. Busari said, exercise at any risk level for cardiovascular disease is shown to improve not only how long one lives, but also lowers the risk of heart attacks and strokes. And he was a cardiologist. People who are already, and this is what he says, people who are already taking a high blood pressure medication are among the best to benefit from exercise. Mm. And so, yes, exercise is medicine. Another doctor, Dr. Mintz, said that exercise works its magic against high blood pressure through a combination of weight loss, mm-hmm. improve artery health, and changes in chemicals controlling blood flow. He said that patients should do the the exercise guidelines, performing the moderate exercise of 150 minutes per week, 30 minutes, five times a week, or vigorous exercise for 75 minutes per week. This is a reasonable, attainable Mm -hmm. goal for patients Mm -hmm. as an adjunct to appropriate diet. For most high blood pressure, he says exercise alone will probably not be enough to control blood pressure, and that's where the medication comes in. Patients should not stop their medications, even if they are involved in regular aerobic exercise program, unless consistent control of their hypertension is corroborated by Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. physician. Mm -hmm. So there it is. There it is. Exercise is medicine, but as we will talk about, even if we talk about all these good things that exercise can do, if you are taking hypertensive medications, do not stop, folks. Don't stop. Don't stop unless no. you have that permission. Yeah. Talk by to your doctors. Your physician. Yeah. Talk to your doctors. Yes. We will move on and talk about, you know, what is high blood pressure? Why is that so important for us to think about? It is known as hypertension, but it's when your blood pressure and that's the force of your blood mm-hmm. pushing against the walls of your blood vessels is consistently too high. And over time, that whole force and friction of high blood pressure damages the delicate tissues inside the arteries. The primary way that blood pressure causes harm is increasing pressure on the heart and blood vessels, making them work harder and less efficiently. And so that's why we always talk about here at Vicky Doe Fitness that your your first and foremost guard against getting high blood pressure is prevention. No question. At all times, you should know your numbers. So prevention is the key. High blood pressure, we know it's a silent killer. And it's so silent. You know, you get there and you put your blood pressure cuff on and you're like, whoa, you don't feel anything. You don't feel anything. And I think by the time you start feeling symptoms, you seriously need to see the doctor. Yeah, by that time, you're probably almost stroking out. Almost stroking. I mean, we have so many young people. And I guess now that I'm working in a long-term care facility, Mm -hmm. where it hits home with me is that I'm seeing so many young African-American men with strokes and who didn't exercise and didn't work out and blood pressure was really high, wasn't under control, and they just kind of ignored it. Yes, so Mm -hmm. it's important when we talk about all of this, even with exercise and eating right and healthy, 
Know your numbers. Know your numbers. Know your numbers at you all times. You got to know your numbers. Yes. And the best prevention is knowing your numbers. Yeah. And also making lifestyle changes. Healthy choices. Healthy choices. And that's why we're focusing today. We <laughs> want to talk about quickly what exercise and high blood pressure, what it can do. And we know that a large number of scientific studies have shown that regular exercise can lower blood pressure on average Exercise can decrease your blood pressure by approximately 5 to 7 millimeters of mercury. And with that reduction in blood pressure, that decreases your risk of stroke and heart disease. Right. Now, when we look at physical activity, there are prescriptions and guidelines that we go by that is by the American College of Sports Medicine, the ACSM. And these are guidelines for you to follow if you are hypertensive. So physical activity, we go by what is called a FIT principle, exercise recommendations. And these exercise recommendations for hypertensive individuals are similar to other adults. We follow the FIT principle, and what does that mean? The F means frequency. That means how many times per week you're gonna exercise. The I is the intensity, how hard. Are you going to exercise? You know, that's 60 to 75 percent of your heart mm -hmm. rate reserve. Mm -hmm. That's talking about intensity. Mm -hmm. When you talk about time, how long mm -hmm. are you going to do 30 minutes, mm -hmm. 60 minutes? Are you going to do the latest regimen? Mm -hmm. What two minute bouts right. throughout the day right. that adds up to 30 to 60 minutes? And then the type of exercise. What kind of exercise regimen are you going to do? Now, when we talk about hypertension, we really focus on aerobic exercise because that is the main focus that we do. One, we call it an acute response. When you exercise, you can have what is called an acute response to exercise, and that is the lowering of your blood pressure happens because of all the physiological things that happens that when you exercise. Sense. Yeah, that would make you sense. You know, yeah. with aerobic exercise, yep. you get an acute response, and so yep. that's why we hone in on that when it comes to controlling hypertension because that's a cute you want a chronic response yep. of you know exercising yep. but you can only get it if you exercise regularly right and then over time you'll be able to see that right. and so that's why we hone in on to exercise it is the most important fitness activity for lowering your blood pressure and so here are the recommendations frequency and this is for aerobic training you want to exercise on most mm days. Mm -hmm. Three to five days, yeah, you can get the effectiveness of lowering your resting you blood pressure, but you want to be consistent, and we would love for you to exercise every day, okay? Yeah. Then the intensity, moderate intensity. What's moderate intensity? That's when you're working up a sweat and you're doing brisk walking mm -hmm. for untrained, middle-aged, or older adults, but if you are trained, you can do some type of vigorous exercise, but guess what? It's not necessary. You can do very high-intensity exercise, but it's really not necessary to get that blood pressure-lowering effects of regular exercise. You can still get it by hmm. doing moderate intensity. So you can still get changes. Now, some people think, oh, I got to run in order to get changes in lowering my blood pressure. Not really. You can go out and walk every day, get a brisk exercise, walking, swimming type thing going on. But the key is you got to do it regularly. Do. 
and you can still get that blood pressure lowering effect. Moderate intensity exercise may actually be more effective. We talked about that, but you have to be compliant with your exercise program. That's why we ask people to at least do the moderate intensity because with high intensity, especially you haven't exercised on a regular basis, uh, you you know you might get injured and you this. might can't do that. And and injury is a big one, right? Injury is a big one, especially if you uh, haven't been training to do that. You right. tear a ligament or you yes. do something, right? and that's a setback. That's a setback. Then you're yeah. back to square one, yeah. right? Yeah. And so that's why we hone in and tell people to do moderate intensity because first of all, you'll be consistent with it more than likely, mm-hmm. and you'll lower your risk right. for getting right. injury. And so that's why it's important to start out with moderate intensity exercise. Time, well, you wanna exercise 30 to 60 minutes per day. If you are overweight, Mm -hmm. which is the case for a lot of folks, you wanna be towards more 45 to 60 minutes in Mm -hmm. your exercise, Mm -hmm. you really do. Mm -hmm. But you wanna do something every day. The time spent exercising can be continuous. That means without stopping, but it can also be intermittent, which is short bouts. And we say two to 10 minute bouts spread throughout the day so that you can have a total of 30 to 60 minutes. So there's no excuse, guys. That's amazing. No excuse. Now, what type of exercise, aerobic or endurance type of activities, walking, jogging, running, you can do, and that's where interval training comes into play. Mm-hmm. You can do what is called a walk mm-hmm. run once mm-hmm. you train because you're spending less time in that high intensity mode when you do those interval and training. That's less stress on your body, yes, knees, all that stuff. Yeah. Yes, less <clears throat> injury, yeah. prone to injury. Definitely less injury. Save time. Yep. You can get a lot in that 30 yep. minute. Yep. Right. And so that's why interval training is just so great. But first of all, if you're starting out, just start out with moderate intensity, the jogging, you know, running at lower intensity, cycling, swimming, any activity that uses the large muscle groups can be beneficial and can lower your blood pressure. Make sure you pick an activity that you enjoy now. If you don't like running, uh, why are you running? (laughs) (laughs) don't do it to copy d banks right just do 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 what you like to do 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 what what you you like to do because it's not going to be sustainable it's not going to be sustainable it's not going to be sustainable you're not going to stick with it no right not going to be sustainable yeah so that is what we call the fit principle for and the guidelines by the american college of sports medicine for your aerobic training. Now we move on to strength training because you do want to have endurance and strength training, but there are different precautions that you have to take, most especially if you're hypertensive because blood pressure normally increases during any type of exercise and often the the increase is more pronounced doing strength training. So that is why it is a concern for folks if you are hypertensive. Your blood pressure goes up even more if you're them kind of folk that like to hold your breath. You know how some people, they lift the weights. Most people train, they just automatically want to hold their breath and, you know, I or do that. when you lift. Yeah, I do that. We try to get people to push out, you yeah. know, Breathe out. But first mm-hmm. of all, you don't want to be holding your breath anyway. It's a good way to get to pass out. Right. Mm-hmm. And if you have 
um, high blood pressure, that's when it'll go up. That's when, yeah. So that whole straining, you don't want to do mm -hmm. that. So you want to be safe. Don't hold your breath, folks. Don't do it. Let's go to the requirements. Well, strength training should be performed two or three days per week and should include eight to ten different exercises targeting all of the major muscle groups at a moderate level of intensity. Flexibility is very important too. Flexibility, it might not have a direct impact on your blood pressure, but it's important that you do it to lower your chances of injury, to get the blood flowing. And anytime you do anything to get your blood flowing, that causes over time, what? The tendency to regulate and lower mm -hmm. your blood pressure. Mm -hmm. So you want to stretch after your warm-up or you can use your warm-up as a part of the flexibility exercise, as a part of your cool down. And all of this is recommended. But there are two types. There are two types of the most common types of stretching to improve your flexibility. And that is called static and dynamic. I like to use a lot of dynamic stretching because that is, especially if you're trying to increase blood flow and get things moving up and warmed up, mm -hmm. that will do it because the dynamic stretching, it involves moving parts of your body. So, you know, if you do your arm circles or your shoulder shrugs up and down, that's a type of dynamic stretching. Exactly. And you're using your full range of motion, which will in gradually, you gradually increase your reach, your speed and your movement, and you do it in a controlled manner. And so that's why I love dynamic stretching. And dynamic movements are typically repeated. You know, you do your arm circles, what, mm -hmm. five to 12 times, you know, mm -hmm. 30 to 60 seconds on each arm and mm -hmm. so forth. And that's the dynamic stretching. But most people do the static stretching. And that consists of slowly moving a joint to the point at which you feel tension and then you hold that stretch for 15 to 30 seconds. And as you hold the stretch, the tension should lessen as the muscle lengthens. Each static stretch should be repeated four times. Now here's the key with static stretch. You don't want to be where you are in pain. Because that's not what you're supposed to do. It's only supposed to be just a little tension. But the more you hold it. I'm glad you're saying that. The more the muscles have lengthened. Mm -hmm. And therefore, you shouldn't even be feeling any pain mm -hmm. at all. Mm -hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. that's the importance of static stretching. A lot of people mess that up. So how would you do that? I would say warm up first before you do any type of stretching to get that blood flowing. Then do the dynamic stretching, then end with some static stretching. How does that go? Mm. You see what I'm mm -hmm, saying? Mm -hmm. Dynamic stretching first, doing your arm circles, so this and that. Then hold it at the end of your stretching. Then you can roll into your whatever you're doing, your cool down or whatever you're doing. That's how you do that. When we think about that, this is hypertension guidelines. You're doing all of these. Even though we focus on physical activity and exercise for, you know, lowering your blood pressure, we still don't want you to forget that you have to combine that with healthy eating habits. You can't go run out and get a 
something. Yes, reducing high calorie or whatever. Yes, reducing that salt, that yeah. sodium in yeah. the diet. Yeah. You want to focus. Read labels. Read labels, especially if you are hypertensive. You got to right. look and see how much sodium is in what you're using. Right. But you want to be more whole food, so you won't even have a label. Right. You can focus on fruits, veggies, and that's potassium rich foods, whole grains, and items low in saturated fat, making sure that you eat the healthy omega fats mm -hmm. why don't y'all go on and just look at the dash diet there it is there it is it's simple it's easy it's a heart healthy diet that's it dash means dietary approach to stop hypertension and these behaviors the exercising the following the dash diet if you're on medication taking your medications like you're supposed to knowing your numbers all of these behavior will improve your overall health and help control your blood pressure. And I want to take the time just for a second. I'm going to give you some numbers. When we look at this chart, I always have it in my chart when I do my presentation. It's just a quick chart to say what happens when you do these lifestyle modifications. How many, and this is looking at your systolic um, blood pressure, how many notches it goes down. If you do physical activity, that's doing your regular aerobic physical activity and brisk walking, five to seven notches down. Wow. If you do dietary salt reduction, that means reducing your salt intake, two to eight millimeters of mercury. Dash eating plan, following that, that's consuming diet rich in fruits, vegetables, and all of the things that we talked about, eight to 14 notches down. Wow. Now, here's the deal. Weight reduction. Maintain your body weight. Your BMI should be 18.5 to um, 24.9 kilograms per meter squared. So if you, you, know, you have your, your chart that you go by, you're being between that 18.5, 24.9. So that means you're getting to your ideal body weight, folks. Guess how much? 5 to 20 millimeters wow. per mercury but guess what per 20 pounds mm. wow so that means if you lose nine kilograms wow you can lose all and then of course the more the more heavier you are mm -hmm. the more you can see the results of losing weight mm -hmm. right so just think of you can go all the way 20 notches down unreal Okay, so folks, it's all about lifestyle modification and doing the things that we need to do to lower our blood pressure. Which is really the best because we don't promote pills and quick gimmicks and quick, quick things here. You have to put the time in. The timing. It's, it's about the time. time. In. You got to do the work, folks. Yeah, you got to do the work. You got to do the work. Guess what? You're saving. This is the and kind it, of work you want to do. Off. Yeah, you it pays off. You're saving your life, but you're yeah. also having quality of life. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no quality when you're stroked out. No. It and puts I see so, it much, so much. Oh, it puts so much stress. Not only you're on the family, too. but it's the family. Yeah. Because yeah. they got to take care of you. Because now they have to take care of you, yeah. They have to take care of you. And, you know, your money runs out from an insurance standpoint. They're not going to keep you in the hospital. No. Forever. And then it's on an extended care facility of some kind of skilled nursing facility. And, you know, those words, you know, wreak havoc when people hear about that. But that's the reality. When it could have been started with at that whatever age or even now, if you don't have, haven't had a stroke or heart attack, start now. Start now. Just start Prevention now. is the best yeah. key anyway. Yeah, just right. start now. 
Prevention is the key. Yeah. So this ends our show, D. So what are some tips that we should take? Well, then? I want to go back to the fit exercise recommendations for hypertensive individuals are similar to those for others. Frequency times per week. I intensity, how hard tea time, how long type, what kind of exercise. So we're following the fit principle guys to lowering your blood pressure. Focus on that aerobic exercise exercising those large muscle groups be consistent exactly because you don't get the effects of lowering your blood pressure unless you do it every day and don't derail all the exercise that you're doing (laughs) by going out and celebrating with a you know peanut buster parfait (laughs) no right you cannot do that you see you get the most amount of lowering your blood pressure with when, diet and exercise. Which which that diet and exercise is what's helped you to lose weight. Exactly. As always, for more information, go to our website, www.vickydofitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki Hayward-Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicki Doe is owner of Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.